Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I told a story in our, on our Wednesday night teen class, and I just wanted to summarize it for you. It's got a good application at the end. There's a, a girl named Kiera, and when she was four years old, her parents attended an Easter service for the first time, and they got saved, and they got excited about serving God. So at the age of four, Kiera found herself growing up and living in a Christian home, and she learned to love God. When she hit her high school years, she became Kiera. Uh, she had gotten saved at this point, and she got quite burdened about her friends at school. And she had some close friends at church, but she had some friends at school that she was real burdened about, and she wanted to see them get saved. The only problem was she was terrified to actually speak the gospel, you know, to actually try to talk about Christ in front of them. I think a lot of people watching this can probably relate to that, right? Well, at her school, another church had started a, a Bible, uh, Bible club at her school. And she thought, well, maybe this is a good opportunity to at least bring people, invite people to come to this Bible club. And it wasn't exactly like her church, but the gospel was still being preached. So she did. She invited her five close friends from school to attend. And after a couple of weeks of prodding, all five eventually came. And eventually it became a staple. Every week, once a week, they would all attend this Bible club. And it was great. It gave Kiera a chance to try to witness to her friends and talk about God. She would talk about the lessons that were taught. And it was, it was a burden for her to see her friends come to know Christ. Well, later that summer, after school was out that year, and this is her freshman year now of high school, that summer she invites her friends to her, her summer camp from her church. And they all come. Two of her five friends get saved and immediately begin coming to church on Sundays and growing and growing in Christ. Akira was so excited, but there were still three other friends that needed to accept Christ. She kept praying for them. Well, over the course of the next year, two more of her friends came to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Just one friend was left. Her name was Rebecca. Rebecca was sort of the rebellious of the six, I guess. She was the one that, well, she was the one that would get in trouble in school and she was the one that would be known to party and, uh, and do things she, you know, and I guess the unsaved would normally do. But yet she was still a sweet girl and she loved hanging out with her friends. Well, two years into high school now, Kiera has a car, she has her license, and she's being a, a good friend to Rebecca, just trying to let her know she's always there for her. On, after dropping Rebecca off, after they had soccer practice, and after dropping her off, Kiera was on her way home when a drunk driver hit her and killed her immediately. She was dead immediately. A week later at the funeral, of course, Kira's five friends are there, and they each have a, an opportunity to speak from their heart a couple of minutes about the life of Kira. And when it came to Rebecca, who was the last of the five, she came up and with tears in her eyes, she said, you know, Rebecca had something I, I never was able to claim. And she says, even to this day, I'm still struggling on giving my life over to God. She says, but if there's one thing I could say about Kiera, when you were around Kiera, 
It was always easier to be good. It was always easier to be good when you were around Kiera. That was Kiera's legacy. Somebody that challenged you to be good. Someone that challenged you to live for God. Someone that brought the best out of you. The same couldn't have been said for Rebecca, but it was something she wanted. Someday when you are gone and out of this world, what's going to be your legacy that you left behind? Put your name in that blank. When I'm around so-and-so, when I'm around Tim, is it easier to be good when you're around me? Is it easier to be good when people are around you? Not just generally good, but do you actually point people to Christ? You know, Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Notice it says, notice it doesn't say, Let your light so shine before men that they may hear your good words and glorify your Father in heaven. It doesn't say, so that they may hear. Now, it's still good. You need to vocally and verbally tell people about God. But this specific verse says that they may see your good works. Kira wasn't the greatest at speaking and, and, and talking as a lot of us have. But she realized, you know what? Talk is cheap. Many people can talk the talk. They could talk about God, but she lived it with her life. Her life was a living testimony, a living example that drew her friends to Christ. Maybe you can relate to Kiera. You, you struggle with the nerve and the, the, the courage to tell people about God, but you can live it. You can be that living example like Kiera. So when people around you, do they just generally want to be a better person? Do they generally just want to be closer to God when they're around you? A challenge for us to consider today. God, thank you for today. Thank you for the story and life of Kiera. Help us to be that living example, to let our light shine so that people may see us through, so people may see you through us. Lord, just bless us this today, we pray in your name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in and we hope to see you next time. We upload a new podcast each weekday at 6 a.m. For more info, check the link in the description below.